0: You are now listening to Warrior on Fire. Fire. Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, you got waxed. Sit back, relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fire. So, my friends, I was surfing uh, this morning and um, the swell is in. It is a glorious day when the swell comes in and all the surfers come from miles around to hear the sound of the waves crashing and riding the waves. Alright, so all the shenanigans off. Uh, today was literally like one of the funnest days of surfing we've had in months. The swell is in, the waves are good, there's a little offshore breeze. Like, it is fucking ridiculous. It's awesome. So, when the waves get bigger, um, there's more of a drop. So, when you get, when you're dropping into waves, there's like, there's a moment where you've got to commit and it's a drop. Well, um, today I had an incident. And as I was dropping on a wave, like my left foot, my right foot is always back, my left foot, I ride regular, my left foot pushes way down the board to support me because of how steep the drop was. Like so I'm further forward on my board. So I get to the front of the board, I get about halfway through with my left foot and then I keep moving it as I'm going down the wave. I keep sliding my left foot a little bit forward to offset the imbalance in weight. And as I do that, I keep pushing it to this one point where all of a sudden, I go into the splits, my friend. Got waxed. Now, the funny part is, I didn't just get waxed. Like, I stood on the part of my board that had no wax and my foot slid off. And inside that, I went to man splits. And then in the man splits, I fell down on my face and the game was over. Like this, the wave was done. And I paddle back out and catch another wave. But here, here, was a crazy part for me about the waves today and about this experience. Uh, was that we actually did that to train me to be in a better position on my board because I was going way too far forward on my board all the time. And so we started, my coach said, it's very simple to fix. You just don't get to have any wax there. He's like, you only wax to this line. That'll keep your feet behind. He's like, because if you cross the line, guess what? You'll hit the smooth part of the board and uh, you'll fucking slip right off. So it's very easy. If you wax a whole board, we're going to keep reinforcing the habits that you have created, which are not going to bode well for you across the board in your surfing career and exposure and the direction you're going to surfing. So it was about four months ago, three months ago. I got it for Christmas. So it's January, February, March time of recording this. It was three months ago. I got yeah, three, three. Yeah, three months ago I got this board, and um, I, it's been waxed that way. But we've not had waves big enough to where it's really been a problem. And today it was a problem, but it wasn't a problem at the same time. The lesson or the principle of the day inside of this daily fire is this: you must draw a line in the wax. 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 And what I mean by this is the same as like drawing a line in the sand, which is you've got to make a decision about what you're committed to doing to ensure victory inside of your world. Like I'm sitting in a situation where I want to be better at surfing, right? Well, part of what we had to do to pull that off was we had to to use a different strategy with my wax because I was cheating. I was putting the wax way too far on the board and I was cheating on my positioning, which was I was gonna get away with on small shit, but as the waves get bigger, I'm fucked. So we drew a line in the sand, which was, listen, we're gonna take all the wax off the board, and if you slip off this, you slip off this, and you're gonna learn really quickly. Now, having these kind of drawn lines in the sand are important in parenting, they're important in marriage, things you'll tolerate, things you won't tolerate, and more importantly than all those things are the ability to deal with yourself which is how do I deal with me? How do I deal with what I'm up to? How do I deal with how I'm playing every single day? How do I deal with the idea and the reality that I want to create something magnificent, but I currently am cheating because I'm putting wax too far forward on the board? And short term, that's gonna work, but long term, that's not gonna work. It's a game inside a body, being balanced in business. Like every single area we can cheat. You can cheat in your body. You can use short term strategy to get fucking short term results only to blow up in the long term. You can do it inside of being a spirituality. You can do short-term, right? You can go to ayahuasca and smoke weed and call yourself enlightened. Or you can do the hard work of daily discipline inside of meditation or reframing your own thoughts so that you don't have to be dependent upon drinking some tea that makes you shit yourself and vomit all night long so that you can see some shit. Now, I have no problem if you want to do that, great. But my question is, where in your world across body being balanced and business do you need to draw a line in the wax and make a commitment to create conditions that you get slapped when you cross the line, so that you can get the results that you want long term. My friends, is all I got for you today. Plot a warm up and your weapon, aka drilling your pen, and write those shit down, and uh, I'm out. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire: it's a parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the Warrior Book. We have a little conversation of some shenanigans, shenanigans, my friends, that went down at the surfing game, right? Wax was up to a specific line on my board so that I could learn how to stop cheating as a surfer and putting my feet way too far forward and on a massive drop, my foot crossed the line of wax and I fell straight on my face. The principle of the day from that amazing parable is you must draw a line in the wax, you must draw a line in the wax. Now, we are still in the code inside a Worry Book. We are still getting after it. We are moving to a new section today, my friends. We are going to be moving into section two of the code, chapter eight, relevant focus, chapter number eight, page 104. We're going to start with a quote by the man, the myth, the legend, Ronald Reagan well, to some, he was not a myth and he was not a legend. He was an asshole. Some people, he was a myth and a legend. That's all based on preference. But you know what? I got no problem with him. I do love his quote, though. He said, when you can't make them see the light, make them feel the heat. When you can't make them see the light, make them see, feel the heat. Now, let's, let's make this relevant to our principle here of you must draw a line in the wax. So my coach was sick and tired of me Cheating, So I couldn't, I couldn't, and I couldn't stop cheating. Like I was just cheating, cheating, cheating. Like there was just, I couldn't stop it. My foot would always, my left foot just goes forward on the board on on the heavier drops. So he's like, listen, we got to get you back on the board, back on the board, back on the board. So we're going to do this issue with the wax. We're going to say the wax can only go to this part on your board. After that, there is no wax, which means it'll be smooth, which means you're going to slip on your face. Now, this idea of Ronald Reagan's quote, okay, when you can't make them see the light, make them feel the heat. There is a drawn line in the wax, obviously stealing from the drawn line in the sand, between making them see the light and making them feel the heat. In any relationship that you are in, in any relationship that I'm in, the power of the code is that the code forces this to occur. Like it naturally brings heat and it divides asunder between people who live in fantasy and people who live in fiction. Now, side note on this. We're all living in fantasy and fiction. And we're all living in the facts and a powerful future. Like at any given time, there's some aspect of our life that we are fucking bullshitting ourselves. And we are living in fantasy. So don't sit for any second and think that I'm saying, oh, yeah, you're going to get to a place. You're just going to figure it all out. It's going to be great. It's, gonna be, it's going to be great. It's going to be great and perfect. You're never going to make any mistakes, my friend. It's simply going to be great. It's not going to be that way. Right, So you can draw a line in the sand. It's like somebody saying, I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm not going to overeat anymore. I'm not going to yell and scream anymore at my kids. And you draw a line. But understand that crossing that line, there's going to be chaos. And the code is one of the things that changed the game in relationships for me. But it, it was about drawing a line in the wax. Right? It was drawing a line. It's so weird saying that, drawing a line in the wax. Drawing a line in the sand. It was like drawing a line in the concrete. It's like if you cross this line... Like, you're going to get fucked up. And I had lived in a world where there was no line for so long. Like, people would say stuff that I didn't think was funny, and I would laugh. Because I felt like I had to laugh. People would say stuff that was, you know, would make me angry, but I'd pretend like I wasn't angry. People would say stuff that would make me excited, and I would pretend like I wasn't excited. Like, I spent most of my life playing in this game of trying to dance the game of never having drawn a line in the wax. Never drawn a line and said, hey, listen, when I cross this line, I'm going to get fucked up, which is exactly what happened on my surfboard. The code, once you start to live it, once you start to be real, once you start to get raw, and you blend those two together, real and raw, shit gets spicy. Spicy, my friend. Do you want to know why it gets spicy? I shall tell you why it gets spicy. And this is the exact reason that it gets spicy. Because when you begin to live from a place of power and you speak the truth from the angle that exists truly inside of you, what you will find is that you become a mirror for those around you. And when you speak your truth and when you out yourself of your darkness and your lies, when you do this, to your own surprise, the man, the woman next to you is forced to compromise because they are now forced into a choice and a decision. I shall not tell the truth, which means I shall persecute you, mirror. Or I will tell the truth because you have exposed yourself and in so doing you have exposed me. Because when a man declares war with the words of truth, this war itself ultimately requires those around you to make a decision to enter the war or to run away. All right, there you go. There was a little, I don't even know where the fuck that is. Like, that's a character that I've been using with my kids for like 10 years. When I get in and read stories, I'll play like different lines. It'll be me, and then, then there'll be Johnny, who comes directly in and begins to have a conversation. It sounds a bit we like this. So, seriously though, like, in all reality, the troubling thing about living by the code is the fact that you're going to lose a lot of friends. So hard to hear this, all right? This is why most people bullshit. You realize that most people that you call your friends are only your friends because you have come to a unspoken social agreement about hiding your lies. Very few people operate in relationships that are fully driven by truth and trust. Very few few marriages operate from this place. Most marriages do not operate from this place. They operate from a different place. They operate from a place of, of false reality, they, interact, they operate from a place of fantasy as a couple. They don't speak the truth to each other. There is no lawn line drawn in the wax. But I am here to tell you right now, the minute that you decide to declare that you are going to live by the code in your life, you're going to be real, you're going to get raw, you're going to stay relevant with a ruthless commitment to big-ass results today. You're going to live the warrior's way and the foundational piece of this is the code. The minute you decide this, nighty-night, my friend. Nighty-fucking-night. Now, the good news in this is that you're going to watch a whole lot of people show up in your life who were never there before, who absolutely love all of you. And this is ultimately what becomes a scary piece. See, you've been living in relationships that are only about part of you. Only a part of you shows up. See, anytime you mute, sedate, filter yourself, and you hold an aspect of you back in relationship, this is why the beginning dating phase is such bullshit. People are like, oh my God, I'm in love. You're like, I appreciate that you're in love. Her shit smells wonderful. And then you get married. And that's why most marriages, about your five, six, seven with a kid or two in the game, maybe one, maybe none. Shit gets spicy every time. And then it hits again about 15 years. And you've got to really redefine yourselves because you kinda like you're kind of hitting that tipping point. And when you start to live by the code, it awakens people to see inside themselves that they've actually been in a relationship with half a person. They they haven't known all of who you are. All right, you must draw a line in the wax. When you can't make them see the light, make them feel the heat, and it's really fast. The easiest way to do that is uh, fucking tell the truth. You want to put the heat on people? Show up as a mirror. You want to put the heat on people? Show up as a beacon for what is factual. All right, here we go. I'm going to start in verse one, page 104. We have now reached component number three of the code, relevant, relevant. You have real, raw, and now you have relevant. Relevancy is a function of focus. Real was a function of facts, and raw was a function of feelings. But your relevancy becomes the focus of those facts and feelings. Your focus dictates what you feel. Your focus is is what drives your perspective. Your focus drives all your actions. Your actions deliver your results. Your perspective is the way you see the world, an inside view of the facts and rules about how life is. This perspective rotates on an axis of your focus. Most men that I meet day to day do not go around with a strategic focus about anything. There's literally no fucking focus strategic action in life. Just a series of decisions driven by reaction typically from their penis from what is happening to them. Wait, I dig that back. There is one focus. How do I continue to tell the stories that other people want to hear so that I continue to be accepted? Look at this. I'm going to repeat this. How do I continue to tell the stories that other people want to hear so that I can continue to be accepted? I'm going to freestyle this for a second and come off here. Like, here's the challenge, right? One of the challenges of not living by the code is that you've not drawn the line in the wax, which means that you ultimately end up in a place where you've become nine, ten different characters. Like, you're nine different, ten different people, and you have to remember who the fuck you are and which sitting and which setting and which situation. Like, you can't even remember exactly who you are. You are constantly stuck in this game of having to remind yourself, okay, well, here's who I am today. Oh, shit, we're going to be with my parents. Here's who I am. Oh, shit, we're going to be at church. Oh, here's who I am. Oh, hey, I'm going to be with my friends at party a lot. Okay, well, here's who I am. I'm going to be with my football buddies my golfing buddies and my surfing buddies. Here's who I am oh, I'm going to be with my teams and my companies. Here's who I am. And so we end up telling all these fucking stories. Here's who I am. 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 And over and over and over and over again, we're operating in this place, this understanding, this possibility of what? Here is who I am. 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 And it's a story constantly changing. What if there was only one story? What if there was only one story? What if you could be you all the time? What if you could just tell one story, which was tell the story of who you really are? Let's continue in verse 8. There is a driving desire inside all of us as human beings to be accepted for who we are and feel significant to others, even if it requires lying. We lie so that we fit in, to assure that we're part of the group and accepted. So we tell people the stories we think they want to hear, not realizing they were lying to us also. I was lying, they were lying, neither one of us telling the truth. Therefore, what kind of relationship did we actually have except for some fantasy bullshit? We will never have relationships that matter when they are built on lies. The reality of your life with this worldview focus also inserts this other concept that a friend of mine years ago introduced to me. It goes like this. If you don't have a plan, focus, for your life, don't worry. Someone else will plan it for you. Most men that I know are wandering generalities. A phrase I first heard from the badass personal development trainer, Zig Ziglar. I like that idea. Wandering generalities versus meaningful specifics. So how does a wandering generality man operate? He simply reacts like a dog to the day. He wakes up and says, well, I think I'm gonna go to, you know, I'm gonna go do this stuff over here. Or you talk to a wandering generality businessman and ask, what's your goal? We're going to be a billion dollar company. Why do you want to be a billion dollar company? Well, because we want to show that we can do it. Yeah, nice, how how much have you done? We made $1,200 last week. Well, shit, you've got a long way to go. Focus isn't just about what you're wanting. Focus is about being honest about where you want to go, driven by what you're seeing and about where you actually are today. As I was starting to cover the code, the conversation of sharing my truth. I would say, hey, listen, here are the facts. Here are my feelings. The problem was I had no focus. Instead of being a sniper rifle with a clear target, I had no real focus for my feelings and the facts that I was seeing, except that I wanted to be free. So I'm going to DJ the rest of this piece. So catch this. <clears throat> so what ends up happening When you start to live the code is you may, you may draw a line in the wax that you're going to be real and you're going to be raw, right? You're going to be real. You're going to get raw and you're just going to spit your truth everywhere. Here's my truth. Here's my truth. Here's my truth. Like this, like this is my truth. Yes, my truth. And then then you start to recognize it. Just because you have something going on inside of you doesn't mean everybody needs to know about it. Why? Because there's a relevancy to it. There are certain things at certain times that don't make any sense to share with your wife. There are certain things at certain times that don't make any sense to share with your clients or your business partners or your children. And you can be absolutely living by the code, but with relevancy, you become productive living by the code. See, if you're not relevant, which is AKA, you're very clear about what you want and why it is you're about to share what it is you're about to share. See, relevancy focuses in your conversation of what do I want into the conversation of where where am I at, where have I been, what are the facts about how I'm feeling right now? All right, these facts and feelings link up to the focus, and focus becomes the narrow that says, I'm going to share this truth in this conversation right fucking now because it's relevant to me getting what I want. My focus says I must do this right now, regardless of the cost. But there are many situations in which you want to share, but the truth is you shouldn't. But we're going to wrap up this daily fuel today with simply one idea. You must draw a line in the wax. And the fastest way to do that is to actually live by the code. The minute you've done this, you have just like my surfboard, you have drawn a line in the wax and you have said, this is the line at which stickiness with me ends and where slippiness begins. And if you don't live inside of this box, inside of this code with me, guess what? You're going to find yourself away from me.